Welcome back to the 12 Sided Guys. We have Matt as Pine. Ahoy hoy. <laughs> oh, you did it. I did it. You did it. Oh, jeez. Oh, Scott is the character formerly known as Roos. So are you. <laughs> Jordan as Ebby. What's up? No, no, that can't be mine. Uh, Sabrina as Nari. Hey there. Classic, tried and true. And me, Paul, as the titanium tick. Uh, no, the steel stink bug. Nah. Oh, the iron earwig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, thanks for checking us out, sticking around, and telling other people about us. Your reviews on iTunes and other podcasting apps really help us get seen. If you want more content, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash 12sidedguys. That's one, two-sidedguys. We've got some good stuff there. And on a personal note, we want to give another shout out to our patron, Terry. Great job with your uncanny dodge. Now you deserve a long rest. We all hope you get better really soon. Hey, but check it out. My mom said since I got an A on my English paper, I could rent a video game this weekend. This one should be pretty good. I mean, come on, it's got a sword on the cover. And you know, if it's from Enix, it's gonna be good. Maybe not square good, but still good. Okay, just gotta set my TV to channel three, power on, and awesome! It looks like someone's already played it. Why don't we load up a random saved game? Oh man, Paul, wouldn't that be so great if Square and Enix could kind of join forces and work on a game together? It'd be the greatest RPG of all time. What would they call it? Like Enix Square? Probably, because they already have the S sound at the end. Or Squeenix. Yeah, Squeenix, that's a good one. <laughs> Squeenix. I think Squeenix. We should pitch that to uh, to Square and to Enix, and, and they should call mm. it Squeenix. That's a good idea. <laughs> Today, we are doing another random saved game, which in case you missed the last one, it's where our characters jump into a random spot in a random video game from the 1990s. And I just want to give a quick shout out to this game. I'm not necessarily going to say which game it is, but this game is probably the most rented game of my childhood. Would you agree with that, Matt? Oh, yeah, we played this. We played the hell out of this without ever owning it. Yeah, exactly. There were other games we played more for sure, but this one we never actually owned and we rented it gobs of times. <laughs> gobs of times. What about gobs Gob? of times? <laughs> what about me? I'm Gob. <laughs> All right. Nari and the boys, they find themselves in another world. Somehow they just know that this place where they are, it's called something like Dr. Theo's painting. And they stand on this platform with kind of a green and white checkered board uh, tile. They can see in the distance, there are basically looks like red carpets stretching from one platform to the next. And these platforms seem to float in the air. As they look over the edge of these platforms, they can see nothing but crazy sky, bright blue with clouds racing by underneath them. And there in front of them on this probably 25 by 25 foot platform, they see this golden construct holding a whole bunch of javelins. And to his left on the floor, there is this pulsating glowing red orb embedded in the ground. 
And the first thing I need from everybody is to roll initiative. Woo! Man, we're getting right into the thick of it. I love it. If I hum the music from from this game, is that going to be copyright infringement? I think that's fine. <laughs> I ain't got a 22. <laughs> All right. Nari rolled a 20. Roos got a 16. Ebby got a 9. <laughs> oh, that's right. I called myself Roos when I said it. Joff got a 16. Oh, man. Who the hell is Joff? I don't know. Who am I missing? I'm missing Ebby. Ebby got a 9, right? That's what we oh, decided. Oh, yeah. Super powerful. Cool. And we'll probably just keep these uh, these same initiatives the whole time. You know how in Super Nintendo games, when it was a turn-based game, like everybody always had the same turns. Everyone had yeah, always kind of... Each character always had like a way. speed stat, and your speed stat determined when you went. Right. Okay. Well, and thanks to these nice uh, speed stats, Pine gets to go first. All right. So I see a, a construct with a bunch of javelins right in front of me. Yeah, let me explain kind of how what he looks like. He's basically like human shaped. He's like armored in gold. His helmet, his head looks like a almost like a motorcycle helmet. The visor is down um, and it's gold as well. Like there's no way for this thing to see. It's obviously some kind of a robot of some kind. And you see it look at you. And as it looks at you, it starts to spin in a circle. Oh, man, I hate robots more than anything. <laughs> oh, hey, Abby, poor Abby. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and move up to this creature. On It's on the platform with me. I'm going to move up to, yeah. the, uh, to it, and I'm going to go ahead and just start making some attacks against it with right. my um, officer's saber. Cool. So the first one to hit is a 21. Oh, that definitely hits. All right, let's go ahead for 13 piercing damage, and I'm going okay. to go ahead, just because I want to, throw a uh, level one uh, Swordmaster's Fury on that. So two more quick jabs for an additional six damage. All right, this guy is spinning around. It looks like he's about ready to throw a javelin at you. And just as he's about to launch it, boom, he falls and explodes. Ooh, ooh, awesome. Now, what you notice, Pine, well, everybody notices this, but Pine is the one who's closest up. That red pulsating gem on the ground off to your left a little bit, all of a sudden it flashes with a little puff of smoke and it turns green. Ebby wants to go stand on it. What could that what could that mean? That green green tile on the floor. So Abby's gonna go stand on that green tile? Uh yeah. If memory serves correctly, I believe <laughs> I stand on this tile and there's possibility of like a house showing up somewhere, I think. Or a tulip well, I can speak with. <laughs> if memory serves correctly, Abby's <laughs> never been here before. But go ahead, you can stand on it. <laughs> I hope it's a potted tulip. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh I'll go stand. Is this, I'm assuming. That's the, it. Okay, That's cool. It. Yeah. It suddenly changes to a small square orange grate on the ground. The power uh, expelling from this, uh, this orb. And suddenly in front of you, a, an old man in a brown robe with a long white mustache appears. And he says. Sorry, the moment you said uh, with a robe and a long mustache. All I could think of was the cake song. <laughs> and a long jacket. <laughs> All right. All right. He's just kind of standing there and he says, I used to live up in the sky just like you. Now I am living on earth away from the master. All creatures have been captured by death toll, have been sealed away in monster layers. Just as you, as you have set me free, you must free everyone. Even the release of a small tree or creature like a tulip. They will aid you in your quest. Here, take this, Abby. And then it says, 
Ebby received the flame ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the sound effects are on point. Well, that's what it does. It does literally, it literally does the charge, the sound. And he goes, no, I will join you. I am a magician, so I can use all types of magic. I will use my skill to help you. Then he goes on to talk about some like gems or something. I don't know. He just keeps talking. He won't stop talking. <laughs> and then he says, um, all right, let's work together to revive the world. We must go to... Just anyway. keep pressing A, let's skip the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, you, you basically, you skip the dialogue. You don't even know where he says to go. Um, but this guy now, who was in a brown robe, he disappears. And suddenly, there is this blue floating orb in his place. Just kind of floating around Ebby's head. Ooh. So, where you guys are at now, you guys are on this platform over this crazy sky. It's about 25 feet by 25 feet. In front of you, there's another 25 foot... Um, like red carpet extending out to another platform. Um, and then you guys can see for days because it's like there's light everywhere. There's no sun necessarily. It's just everything is lit up. And you can see that off of this platform that's ahead of you, to the right of that, there's another red carpet stretching to another platform. And you can see on that platform, there are four more of these golden constructs. Okay. And we'll say, as you see them, they see you. And we are right back into initiative. Oh, I so, wanted to say something to Ebby. Go ahead, say something real quick at the end of your turn, Pine. This was all just your six-second turn. Go ahead. <laughs> when, when, yes, my six-second turn when Ebby came and stood on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a fancy glowing orb you have there. Do you, um, what, what does it do? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> if memories. <laughs> do you feel? Do you feel any hunger or anything? Is it another one of those nourishment things that orbits your head? Um, to be honest, I don't know what hunger is. Um, <laughs> but I believe I might be able to shoot energy out of this if memory, wink, wink, serves wink, wink correctly. He said something about fire. Well, it did say he can use all all manners of magics. Yeah, you, you got the magic. You got the magic fireball. Yes, and so this thing is—it's a lot bigger than an Aeon stone. Okay, and it's just kind of floating around. It has a little bit of a mind of its own. Um, and in game terms, that means that Ebby, you're not controlling it. I will be controlling it as your NPC to help you through this stupid adventure. Ooh. All right. Nice. Okay. Nari, it is your turn. You see these golden constructs. They, it looks like they're um, they're up uh, about 25 feet and then across another like 30 feet before you can reach them. Um, and they are starting to spin in place as they hold javelins in their hand. Okay. I think I am actually going to throw my uh, hand axe at them from here. Okay. And see what so we there, can do with that. There's four of them. Which one do you want to throw at? I'm going to throw it at the closest one. Um, okay. The, yeah, the one that's closest to us. So I got a 25 to hit with that Oh, guy. that definitely hits. Yeah, that definitely Ooh. hits. Uh, seven damage. Okay. And He's then I'll throw my other one as well. And that's 22 to hit. That hits. And six damage. Okay, you see like some sparks starting to come out of different joints and stuff, but he is still standing strong and he starts to spin even faster. Is there anything that Nari would like to do to finish out her turn? Um, I think she'll move up closer to the red carpet, but I'm I'm not sure I want to cross that yet. Um, I think it might be better to stay on this side. It looks like these red carpets are about five feet wide and there is nothing on either side of them except for a fall into 
um, bright blue sky. Okay. All right. Well, that will bring us to these golden constructs. I had to look up what they were called. And apparently, they are called Spear Guy, at least according to a wiki. That sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that does sound about right. So what's going to happen, there are four of these. Two of them start to come across the red um, carpet, and they go to that platform that is straight ahead of you. Okay, so they have they have come about 25 or 30 feet closer to you um, in, this, uh, in this area. And the other two are going to stay where they're at. But then they all start spinning, and we have each of them throwing two javelins at people. So let's see. The first one is going to throw their javelins at Roos. Let me see the distance on here. Wait, who's Roos? I mean, yeah, I'm, uh, oh, don't blow my cover. I mean, um, not Roos. I mean, Joff. So two javelins coming at Joff. We have, uh, I think that is a 13 and a six. Those both miss. Okay, the next one coming at Joff again. We've got a natural 20 and a 16. Both of those hit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so the first one hits for a whopping six. No. Yeah, six damage. That's the critical. And the second one hits for um, actually seven, even worse. Okay. That's 13 damage total to yep. Joff. The next one starts to twist, spin in place, and it's going to launch its javelins at. Ebby, Ebby, the first one is a 22 to hit. Oof, 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 oof. And the second one is eight. So only one of those hit you. Ebby, yep. you are going to take seven damage. Okie dokie. And the last one to throw is launching them at Pine. Pine, two come your way. The first one is a uh, 15, and the second one is a 13. Neither one hit. Okay. All right. And that brings us now to Joff's turn. All right. Joff is going to run forward to just to the right uh, or the uh, east of the bridge. Um, okay. And he's going to throw a dagger at one of the constructs. Okay. Uh, there's one that's, well, uh, the one the ones that's straight ahead or one of the ones that's still back on the original platform? Oh, one of the ones that's straight ahead. Okay, so the Actually, one that Nari already hit is still over on the other platform, just a heads up. Okay. You can see it's sparking. Okay. Um, so I rolled an 18 to hit. That does hit. Okay. So um, eight damage. Okay. And if this construct had blood, it would be bloodied. <laughs> Anything nice. else you want to do, Joff? Um, no, no, that will be, that'll be at the end of my turn. Okay. All right, and now it is the Spirit of the Magician's turn. He is going to launch a fireball straight ahead at the one that Joff just hit. Whoa. And he gets a 23 to hit. Oh, you don't mean the fireball spell. You mean like a, a little <laughs> fireball. I mean like firebolt. Oh, okay, okay. And deals, wow, a whopping 15 damage. That was a really good roll. Yeah, that was solid. Is it 2d10 or 2d8? I got to look this guy up. Firebolt is 2d10. Oh, yeah, that is 15 damage. And just like that, this one that Joff already hit with a dagger, it explodes. And also, just like that, from the other platform, you can see another one of those pulsating red crystals on the ground. And you see... Boop, 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 boop. 
another spear guy pops out of that crystal. And that brings us now to Ebby's turn. All right. Well, as much as I'd like to walk up in front of it and just start wildly swinging my sword as fast as possible, since I don't have a sword and since I can't walk <laughs> far enough, um, I will instead also huck my own version of a fireball in the form of a bonfire. Oh, fantastic. At the one that is, you know, down the pathway on the platform, kind of dead ahead of us. OK, so of the two that came across, the one that's still standing. That's right. Perfect. Um, so he will have to make a dexterity save, a DC 15 dexterity save. He rolled a natural 20. So my little fireball then, my (laughs) quote unquote bonfire fireball, just flies right past him and no damage is done. You hear this voice of this old man wizard say, don't worry, you'll get him next time. (laughs) Aw, thanks, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Buck up, don't worry. This is a long (laughs) session. You'll do it again. All right, Pine, it's back up to your turn. All right, so... uh... Pine's going to try to close the distance with these guys. He can move 35 feet. Will that get me there? Um, five. Nope. Okay, it looks like I am stuck on the red carpet. Yes, and as you step on the red carpet, all of a sudden your speed is doubled as the red carpet is moving, and you are on a moving uh, sidewalk, and you are right there in front of the spear guy before you know it. Okay. Since it doubled my movement, can I uh, position myself um, to kind of... Uh, to leave a space open for my allies to come up here as well. You bet you can. Right there. Okay. All right. So I'm going to attack this uh, remaining spear guy on this middle platform. Uh, My first attack is an 11 to hit. No, it's a 21 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. And that will be 13 piercing damage. Okay. That is a big hit. My second attack is also a 21 to hit. That hits. And that's 12 piercing damage. And this guy sparks and explodes. And just like that, another one down. And another one appears at that glowing red crystal. Oh, Dude, you've played this game. You know what's happening. I know. But D&D, <laughs> like, usually there's, you know, lots of combatants. It, it's a lot easier in a video game to, like, mow through 50 guys. But <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got. OK, so anyway. This is a, this is this is video game rules, okay? okay? These guys' job is literally just to make you weaker before you get to the last guy. Okay, I'll All just right. say that. So, okay, so I am good. Then um, I'm not going to use my bonus action. I think I am. Uh, I'm good. Okay, sounds good. Um, Nari, it is your turn. Okay, well then Nari will run up to Pine and say, "It looks like we need to close that portal up there." So you just so you know, Nari, the movement that you did because of the way that the carpet is moving under your feet, you only used 20 feet of movement to get to where you're at right now. Okay, so I could could I cross to the other plat the second platform? Why don't you make a quick perception check? Okay, perception check 18. Okay. As you look at the other at the other carpet, it you can barely see the motion, but you can tell this carpet is actually moving the opposite way. This one, instead of making you go faster, it will be pushing against you and make you go slower. It will be double movement to get across the other carpet. Boo. Okay. Well, then I will just position myself kind of right next to it. Um, um, I'm going to just hold my action for now. If someone crosses over here, I'll hit him with my axe. Um, 
but I already threw my my hand axes, so I'm just going to hang out for a minute. But to respond to your comment from earlier, yes, I think we need to turn it green and then stand on it. <laughs> Somebody did some Wait, research. Do we do we stand on it to turn it green, or do we turn it green first? Ebby, what did what did you do? I'm calling uh, back over to Ebby. <laughs> on Nari's turn. <laughs> I think I think I just walked over it, guys. Okay, so we just need to run over there. You hear the voice of this old ancient magician guy say, stand on a red portal? That would be ridiculous. <laughs> okay. All right, it is now to Spear Guy's turn. So, Nari, you're going to get your wish as this first one, this is the one you already clocked one time, he starts coming across the carpet, and you see as he touches that carpet, he speeds up really fast. The other guy behind him is going to move up as well, but you get to make your attack on that um, first one, the one that you uh, had already hit before, you get to make your uh, your swing on him. I swing and I get a 10 to hit. That would be... Oh, that's right. The hawk's not up. Okay, that would be a miss. You miss. All right. And this first one gets right up next to you guys, between you and Pine, and then the second one is right behind him. So um, these other two are going to move down and basically take the same spots that the first two were at. Um, so you got two that are moving into melee range and then two that are going to start hurling javelins from afar. So this first guy to come across to is right next to Pine and Nari. He is going to attack at Pine. Pine, two stabs with a javelin used like a spear. He spins in place and then just jab, jab. Um, the first one is a 21 to hit and the second one is a six to hit. The 21 to hit will hit. All right. You take uh, three damage. What was, that, the, what was that sound that you made, um, Jordan, when you got hit? Okay. Because it like echoes when he gets hit. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Uh, suddenly you see you see these little blue these little blue pips little blue blips at the top starting to turn red at the top of the screen. And you don't even know what a screen is. I know. Yeah. All right. That hurt. <laughs> All right. And if anybody actually pauses the game, you're going to see it says enemy layer remaining two. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible joke. All right. Nara, you're getting two stabs at you. Um, does a 14 or a 17 hit you? A 17 hits me. A 17. Okay. So one of them is going to break through your defense and hit you for a whopping five. Nice. Okay. Okay. And then we've got these two guys who are going to start throwing. So who are they going to throw at? We have got the first one is getting thrown at one, two, three, four. Uh, Roos, you got one coming at you. Joff. Or two coming at you. Joff. Um, I mean, sorry, Joff. Joff. A 10 or a six. I don't think either one of those will hit. Nope. And then the last guy is going to throw another one at Nara or two more at Nari. Nari, two javelins come rushing at you. The first one is a nine, but the second one is a natural 20, which means... You are going to take, ooh, five damage. <laughs> okay. All right. They're wearing you down. They're doing their job. Uh, they, they don't hit hard, but there's a lot of them. Apparently, there's two more in the layer because I looked at the screen when I paused it. <laughs> That's not what that means. <laughs> it means how many layers are left to be released. Oh, how many more layers? Oh, I was thinking there were how many. I thought you could. I thought there was a way to tell how many there were still in the layer. We don't have to go. No, you're thinking of Act Razor, and you can go and you can go over the monster layers <gasps> on the overworld right. as the angel. <laughs> this is not Act Razor, although this is an Enix game. And hint, hint, hint. This came out right after Act Razor. 
similar premise. And the names rhyme. Oh my goodness, they do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Joff, it is your turn. All right. Joff is going to sprint across the conveyor belt, pushing him forward. And he's going he's gonna to shoulder up with Pine against the construct um, on that platform. Perfect. He will take a strike with Kira with a 16. That definitely hits. Okay. Got seven uh, piercing and then eight precision. So a total of 15 damage on that hit. And just like that, that construct is exploded. I think this is the first time that in combat you referred to your sword as Kira. Um, so I just oh. imagine you like grabbing her by her legs and swinging her around. <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think I've ever called my sword Kira yet before. I mean, we've all seen it because we can see your roles and we see that you've named your sword Kira. But yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Too all funny. right. Yeah. And that, that'll be it. That's all I need to do. OK, perfect. And then it is the the fire magician's uh, soul is going to cast another firebolt. And it this time it gets a 16, which is barely enough to hit. And he deals seven damage to this unhurt one. Now this unhurt one is on a conveyor belt and it ended its turn there, but the conveyor belt kind of pushes it forward into the space that the previous one had been occupying. So now just to give everyone a heads up on this small, like 15 by 15 foot platform, we have Nari and Pine and Roos and there is one of these golden spear guys right in between all three of them. He just got hit for seven hit points and he is now surrounded by um, you guys. Um, all right, Ebby, that brings us to you. Okay, um, I will cross the, the, the bridge as well. Okay. That's five, 10, 15, I think I can move. Yeah, I'll just stay right here so i'm within range melee mm -hmm. range but i'm not going to make a melee attack okay. i am going to um doo -doo -doo -doo. he looks at you and he says beep pop pop beep boop, boop, beep pop beep something in binary thinking that he's talking to somebody who understands him well, yeah and Abby goes terrible joke <gasps> i can't believe you would say such horrible things um <laughs> my mother's a wonderful lady <laughs> how dare you <laughs> scandalous um, I'm going to cast a second level summon of Apparition Beast of Lord Moshe. Okay. Uh, gonna summon a, like a, uh, wolf beast thing. And I'm going to drop okay. it on the other platform that we're, where the other two, um, javelin guys are. And okay. let's see here. Um, do. So where was that going to be? Over here? Yeah, over... Yep, there you go. Yeah, you got perfect. it. Uh, so this one is not as big as Phobos or Demos. He is one of their little brothers named Pavor, which was the Roman god of terror. Because um, uh, why not, right? I guess. Okay. Sure, no, um, sounds great to me. Jump into a different pantheon. <laughs> why not? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be um, honest, the Romans copied the Greek one anyway. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Perfect. And uh, then is it, does it take a turn with you or does it have to roll its own initiative? It says it shares my initiative count and it takes Perfect. its turn immediately after mine. Perfect. Um, so he gets a turn. Yeah. So we are going to have Pavor go ahead and turn and attack the uh, javelin thrower directly south of him. 
Okay, let's just be specific. It's Spear Guy. Spear Guy. My bad. <laughs> spear Guy. <laughs> and we all get <laughs> names like that. Yeah, you're Knife Guy. Axe Queen. <laughs> yeah, I'll be old dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, now to hit, I need to figure out, I think it's a plus four four on its attack roll. Okay. So I'm going to you rolled a seven to hit. That is a miss. Oof. I guess no. <laughs> that, that's inappropriate in this case. <laughs> I just got to say, though, Jordan, I'm really digging the research you did for this game. I'm not going to lie. After we talked about it the other night, I went and started playing that one. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Uh, just because of the feels. I hadn't played that yeah. in like well over 20 years. So. so so real quick then. Sorry. Side note. How far did you end up getting? Oh, not very far. I'm okay. still in the very first area. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Uh, does Lord Moshe's beast, is that concentration? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Pine, that brings us back to you. Unless there was something else you wanted to do, Abby. No, no, I'm good. Okay. All right. Pine, there is a slightly damaged uh, spear guy right in front of you. All right. So I will go ahead and uh, attack spear guy right ahead. Of Perfect. Me. So my first attack is a 19. Yep, that hits. For 10. That is enough. This guy drops or explodes. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and uh, move um, forward as far as I can. So you said that the, the there is a red carpet um, that I'm going to have to cross that's going the opposite way. So it'll take me twice as long to get across it. Right, so it looks like it's about 20 feet long, so that means it's going to take you 40 feet of movement to get across it um, because it is moving against you. Okay, so I have I have a movement of 35, so I can go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. So I'm a little over halfway across this bridge, right? Right. Okay. And I just imagine that you start, you're hurrying over there and you just kind of lose steam and you're just kind of like, <laughs> you're kind of like keeping pace with the, with the, with the treadmill at this point. Yes. I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm the old guy at the treadmill for the first time, you know, after the new year. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you get your sweatband out and put it on your forehead. Dude, I wear sweatbands. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, uh, I'm going to, with my second attack, then I'll throw a, I'll throw a dagger. Okay, perfect. So that's a 14 to hit the one that, that has been hit by axes. Uh, nope. The one that has been hit by axes has since been destroyed. These two oh. are both brand new fresh. Oh, okay. So, well, the one here in the closest corner, 14 to hit, yeah. does that hit? No, that does not hit. Okay. It clings off of this the, these golden plates. Okay. Does does it like just fall off into nothingness now? Uh, why don't you make a luck check? Okay. Odds, it's gone. Evens, it falls on the platform. Okay. Luck check. It was an odd. It's oh, odd. It's gone. In this world, not in canon, but in this world, that dagger is drifting off into a blue sky with uh, clouds flying by as fast as they can. Its terminal velocity just keeps falling through the blue sky. Basically. Cool. All right. That's my turn. Okay. Nari, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, Nari is going to follow B behind Pine and kind of jump on this escalator and... Um, I think her movement, her movement is also only 30 feet, so I don't think she'll get much further. Um, I think, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, you're right yeah. behind Pine. Um, can, well, yeah, 
I'll just, that's, that'll be pretty much it. And I'll just hold an action again. If somebody kind of comes within range, I'll, I'll get them, but. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, that brings us now to the two spear guys who are left and they are going to hurl javelins again. Now they have five targets. So I'm going to roll a D 10 and we'll see who they, the first one attacks the first one. Oh, well, it's uh, Lord Moshe's uh, companion. Two javelins stabbing at Lord Moshe's companion. Does a 21 or a six hit? Uh, the 21, sure. All right. And that will be five damage. Oof. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop doing that. It's gonna get too old. I think it's I think it's great. Even if you stop doing that, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take that a clip of you doing that and just repeat it every time somebody gets hit. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right. The next one is going to attack at um oh gosh, since Lord Moshe's companion is right here, he's gonna attack at Lord Moshe's companion as well. And oh, it looks like a seven and then another natural twenty. So Lord Moshe's companion is going to take eight damage from that critical hit. Woof. We're still we're still trucking though. Quit hitting my dog, you monster. <laughs> All right, Joff, it is Joff's turn. What is Joff gonna do? He's on the other platform. There is 20 feet of carpet between him and the spear guys, as well as two lumbering, sweaty people trying to get across it. <laughs> yes, Joff is going to do his best to maneuver past the lumbering, sweaty people and double move. Okay. So um, I believe it, once I get across, I have an additional like 10 feet of movement. Okay. Because if I, let's see. You um, know what? I trust your math. It's all good. Otherwise, okay. we're going to be stuck on this carpet for the all rest right. of the session. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get to here and then yeah. bonus action disengage so they can't. They can't attack me, but I'm Perfect. moving towards this thing. Okay, Joff it is still red and and glowing. Yeah, J Joff is Joff is the guy at the airport who just shoves past you on the moving sidewalk with his luggage. <laughs> he's, the, <laughs> he's, he's, he's the guy who's like he's the guy who's like standards move to the right, standards move right. to the right, like full speed walking, like hips just like fiercely like swaying <laughs> as he's walking across. I've got to catch my connection to O'Hare. He's on the same plane as you. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, he, he looks like he's on his way to his gate, but he, then you later you just see him in line at Aunt Annie's pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that brings us to the magician's spirit. It floats right across this void. It doesn't care. Um, and he's going to attack at the first of these constructs with a 14, and that is not enough. The fireball goes wide. And that now brings us to Ebby's turn. Join us for our workout, Ebby. Oh, yeah, I'm I am. I'm going to hop up there and I'm going to try and take the dash action just to get across. OK, OK, let's 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 just do the math here just for fun. Five, 10, 15. Uh, Nari's going to take you 50. That's 30 to get into Nari's space, plus oh, another gosh. 45 to get to Pine, 55 to get right in front of Pine. You can get literally right across with the dash action Ooh. right by your dog. But you're across now. Oh yeah, we're doing or it. I guess you can you can make a diagonal move off of the carpet and you can get just above so you're not in yeah. range with those guys, but the but they will get a tax opportunity against you. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll do that to make room for the okay. other folks. We can okay. we can do that. Sure. Two like spear attacks coming at you. 17 and 20. Uh the 20 will hit. Okay. And that's a Oh, that's max damage. That's an 8. 8 damage to Ebby. 
All right. Okay. I was just going to say, I love the visual of, of Nari and Pine like treadmilling on this red carpet <laughs> spinning underneath us. And we're like stuck in the middle as our two friends just kind of like barrel past us. Rudely oh, push us aside. <laughs> well, and just be glad I didn't like put any dragon ravens on this level because those guys are, me- are mean. All right. Oh, um, man. I, I rolled an attack for Lord Moshe's companion and it was an eight. I have now oh rolled gosh. an actual a three and a four for my attack rolls with this this dumb dog. This dog no, this, is useless. This dumb dog <laughs> soaked up two attacks last time. I guess that's true. Instead, <laughs> instead of Pavor, maybe I should call it Meat Shield. There instead. you go. There you go. All right, Pine, it's your turn. Dumb dog. Why are you bothering me? <laughs> Dumb dog, dog, why are you bothering me? <laughs> oh See, gosh. trombone again. Uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> trombone was Patreon content. I know, they don't I know, know what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Join Patreon and you can hear Matt's trombone. <laughs> it's worth I the think Patreon. That's going to come out after <laughs> this episode. So. Also, not sure that's an incentive. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. If you thought Sexy Saxman was awesome, wait till you hear Old Man Trombone. <laughs> I'm not All sure right. that the way we're describing it and talking about it, people think it's actually a sound. It probably sounds something sexual. I was going to say, it sounds real weird. I'm not going to lie. Well, they don't need to know that. Wait till they wait. Wait, they'll find out and be disappointed after they join Patreon. All right, join Patreon. You'll be disappointed. (laughs) Oh my gosh! All right, Pine, you're up. Here I go. I can move. Uh, I I think I can make it off of this treadmill. So I'm huffing and puffing. And then I will go ten, fifteen. I'm going to move through Lord Moshe's companion for a 25 and then down um, kind of uh, get on the other side of these guys, leave it open for Nari to, to come in. And I'm going to go ahead and attack um, of the two remaining spear guys, the one on the right. Perfect. The one that has not been hit yet. Wow. I, I am. I, uh, that's a 23 to hit. That hits. And actually, I realized neither one of these guys have been hit yet. Okay, so I rolled uh, minimum damage. That's a or almost minimum damage. That's an eight. Okay, and then a second attack is a twenty-six. Ooh, almost a crit, but not quite. I still have not crit uh, with my <laughs> with my saber. Uh, that's ten damage. That is a total of eighteen damage, and this guy explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Your head explode. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, All right, Nari, you're up. Okay, Nari is going to run up and join the party on the platform um, and swing at the last remaining guy here. 23 to hit. That hits. Uh, 16 damage. Okay, don't even bother taking your oh. last swing because this guy explodes as well. okay all right and just like that nara you take a big old swing this guy's golden helmet goes flying off um there's an explosion as this guy kind of turns to dust and uh joff since you're the closest you look around and you see that red pulsating crystal gem on the ground suddenly there's a puff of smoke 
and it turns to green. Quick, Joff, go stand on the green. I, I was going to stand on it when it was red, but green sounds better than red. And I will run up to the little, what is it, orb or what? What is it? I, I don't even know. Yeah, it's like a little, it's like a little gem on the ground, a little okay. round gem. I mean, I it's, it's actually, it's just a, it's like a little ball that kind of is pulsating or do, glowing green. But, do I stomp on it? I always thought of it as like a, as like a, a disc. So it was like flat. You could stand on. But. Gotcha. Oh, well, I mean, it's a 2D image. So uh, there's a green <laughs> circle. You stand on the green circle and then instantly the screen goes black. And suddenly you're looking from above. You see like this green field. And then you hear a voice say, you freed a goat. And then a goat appears. And then everyone gets back four hit points, and then oh. we're back to the screen. We're back to the battle. Hi-o. <laughs> Yay, we freed a goat. Oh, <laughs> good thing we found this goat. <laughs> we have to hurry back to town to see if the goat has any valuable information. <laughs> oh, it's so funny because that's true. <laughs> when you say it like that, this game sounds ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we are out of initiative, but we're going to stay right there um, with Joff being the next in initiative, okay? Um, when we do have to do anything else. Okay. Anybody who pauses the screen now sees that it says one monster layer remaining, something like that. You guys see that on the platform that you're on, it's a pretty long platform, and at the north end of the platform, there's like a 15 foot um, red carpet that goes to a much bigger platform. And you can see past that there's like a wall that stretches across kind of your vision. Um, and um, and then you can see on that platform, there is another red, like pulsating sphere or circle on the ground at the far end. Is the red carpet moving this time? The red carpet is moving. It's moving away from you, so it'll actually help you get across this one faster. One other thing on this platform um, that I didn't describe on any of the other platforms, but there are like these um, these stone blocks along one edge as kind of like a, a feature. Yeah, I think that, uh, well. <laughs> yeah, let's Pine keep going. No metagaming. No, I was going to say, Pine <laughs> does not like being next to this, you know, sheer drop off into like, nothingness so mm -hmm. uh um he's gonna want to hurry across that bridge and get next to a solid wall well perfect is anybody following pine yeah nari's gonna follow too and just run across the bridge Josh will follow with oh yeah i'll, I'll me too okay ebby ebby as well okay and then also your your uh lord moshe's companion oh most definitely okay all right there's another red pulsating crystal up here on the floor Quickly, let us stand upon it. Is it going to release another goat? It, it is pulsing red, but before anybody can act, I need everyone to make a quick perception check. Pine rolled an 11. Nari rolled a 22. Joff got a 12. Uh, Ebby got a 16. And the Apparition Beast of Lord Moshe got a 16. All right. Well, that means there is no surprise round because three of you passed your initiative. All of a sudden... Um, Nari, Ebi, and um, Apparition Beast of Lord Moshe, you all notice that these blocks seem a little bit different than the ones that you have seen previously, and a couple of them actually, on top of them, little eyes open up, 
and blink at you, and then they start leaping at you. Oh, jeez, I forgot. We are, <laughs> we are back into initiative <laughs> with Joff. Joff, good job not getting surprised. Yeah, barely. Well, actually, that wasn't you. Never mind. Boo, Joff, you should have gotten walloped, but you're not going to. Thanks to Ebby and Nari and Apparition Beast. Well, thanks, Nari, Ebby, and Apparition Beast. So, real quick, yeah, there are four of them. <laughs> there are four of them. Yes. Um, Joff will strike at the one that's directly in front of Mr. Pine okay. and um, attack with his short sword against it. I rolled a 27 to hit. Is that a critical? No, it was a 19. Okay. All right, yeah, roll some damage. Then uh, seven piercing damage. Now, do I get precision because I'm next to Mr. Pine? You bet you do. Okay, good, because I rolled max, I think. Or no, just shy of max. Um, so seven seven piercing and 16 precision for 23 damage. And just like that, this stone that was going to start hopping around and trying to stomp on you guys, it crumbles to dust. Awesome. And anything else you want to do? Nope, that'll be my turn. Okay, this magician's spirit comes up and it starts to notice that these blocks are getting ready to move. It's going to take a blast at the furthest left one and it's going to... Do 16 to hit, and that will hit. And 2d10, that is five fire damage to the one furthest to the left. There are now three remaining, and the one furthest to the left has taken five fire damage. All right. Ebby, you're up. Okie dokie. Um, I am going to move through Nari to get around her. It's 5, 10, and then come in front Excuse of that. Excuse you. I'm sorry. I had to get through. Had to. Um, I'm going to go towards that eyeball statue block monster. Um, okay. The one that just got zapped with the fire. And I'm going yeah, to yeah. use one of my new cantrips, my primal savagery cantrip. So Ebby has his hand to the side and like his fingers kind of do a little transformering and turn into like little claw hands. And he swipes at this thing for acid damage. Ooh. Um, so I don't know if acid damage is going to do anything, but he rolled, gosh, he rolled a two to attack, which is a nine with his primal savagery. You hit, but it just scrapes off of the stone. It doesn't seem like you got a good enough, a good enough swing. It's your first time. It's okay. <laughs> I guess so. All right. Well, that's, <laughs> it gets that's better. <laughs> oh, this is hard guys. Um, and then I guess we'll have Meat Shield come up here to the to the eyeball block monster on the far right. Okay, the one that's on the furthest right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Wait, that's a new Roman deity. Meat Shield? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought you I thought you named him like Popo or Poo Poo or something. <laughs> I, no, it's not new. It's a new it's a Greek character. It was all the uh, random sailors on the uh, Argos. meat shield fantastic well meat shield finally does something useful and actually rolls a 21 to hit and that's a hit all right and he will do six damage perfect and he only gets one attack right yeah okay okay that is his turn that brings us back up to the top with uh master pine I like that. Ooh, Master Pine. Master Pine is good, yeah. <laughs> Master Pine. <laughs> right. Um, I will go ahead and uh, attack the... So there's the one... Um, actually, I'm going to go ahead and move next to Ebby to kind of help him out here. 
And I'm going to attack the one that he attacked at. Okay. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> My first swing is an 18. <laughs> that's a hit. Uh, that's for 13 damage. And that one crumbles to dust. And and while, while that crumbles to dust, I'll look at Ebby and I'll say, I'm pretty sure you're far older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then for my second attack, I'm going to attack. There's one right next to it as well. Um, and that's a nat one. So I'm pretty sure that misses. That is a miss. All right. Perfect. Anything else you want to do or can do? Oh, there's plenty I can do, but I'm saving some resources. Okay. Nari, that brings us to you. There are two remaining. One is right in front of Pine. One is over further to your right uh, in front of Meat Shield. Okay, well, I will step up and I will um, hit the one that Pine tried to hit here. Okay. Um, and that is a 25 to hit. That is a hit. So for 11 damage there. And instantly that one turns to dust. Okay. Um, can I hit the other one or am I too far away with Roos? You're you're too or far Dolph. away and it looks like Roos and Meat Shield are both in your way. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, well, that'll be it then. Okay. That brings us now to this eyeball block. It has really two choices. It's going to either go for Joff or Meat Shield. Who will he choose? Oh, Joff. He's going to jump at you. This this random stone that looks literally like a block. It's just a gray block with a blinking blue eye on it. Looks at you and then it leaps in the air and tries to squash you. How? I don't think it is. <laughs> Pretty sure it does not hit. I think that that is a 12 to hit you. Yeah, that's a miss. Ah, darn it. See, and these things even had like pack tactics. If they could hit you, they might knock you down. <laughs> this guy's all alone now. And that was his turn. <laughs> He's done. <laughs> well, well guys, we wasted 10 minutes fighting some blocks. Go ahead, Joff, your turn. I'm going to attack it. <laughs> I, oh, I rolled, I rolled in that one to hit it. I'm going to try again with my um, offhand dagger. Um, roll the 10 to hit. That's not going to do it. Okay. All right. This uh, all this guy's uh, stony can, can body I just, is too I loved, I loved your reaction, Scott. I rolled that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It is now back to this magician spirit's turn. He is going to flutter around as a blue orb and launch a fireball, fire bolt, a fire, I think they call it flame ball, maybe flame ball magic, something like that. At this last block, it is going to roll oh, uh, 13. I think a 13, a 13 is just enough. And how much damage does it do? Oh my goodness. A whopping 16 damage. And this last stone is turned to dust. We appreciate the help old wizard spirit, but stop showing us up. <laughs> he says don't worry i've heard that paul the game master only lets npcs make the final hits on weak guys and not on last bad guys that was a terrible thing to say anyway <laughs> you can cut that whole part out that was really lame you nope. didn't even use his voice i know see you can't you can't leave it in there we don't cut anything that you ask us to cut out whatever you do leave that in <laughs> That was comedy gold. <laughs> I've been working on that bit. Thanks for letting me throw that in the uh, in the game. <laughs> uh, okay, no, but here, real quick, I got to say this one last little rule that I do as a dungeon master. If there's an NPC in a battle, I will never let the NPC get the final hit unless they've been powered up by a PC 
or like the PCs are all like cheering for him or something like that. Um, otherwise, the NPCs, they're not going to get all the glory um, for like a big bad. And when you said cheering them on, I can just imagine we get into this last fight. We all just kind of sit around as, as spectators, just like clapping every time this blue orb spirit thing shoots a fireball. We find some popcorn. And we're like, yeah. Oh, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, you guys are just hanging back, just getting pelted by whatever comes. All right. As these as this last stone crumbles, you see that on the far left side of this platform, um, this red pulsating glowing circle, there's a puff of smoke and it turn, turns to green. Whose turn is it? Who wants a turn? Can I do it, please? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay. You don't even wait. You just hobble over and start yeah, doing that stuff on it. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so Pine Steps okay. on the the green circle, two-dimensional okay. disc or orb, whichever. Yeah. I remember how I said there's like kind of like a wall that kind of floats off. Uh, I, I didn't, maybe I didn't say this. On the platform you're on, there's a wall, and that wall continues on to the left and to the right, and it kind of surrounds this whole area that you've been in. And as you step on that, you hear this, and a door appears in the middle of that wall, right in, like, basically like 10 feet from you, Pine. I found the door. And when you pause the screen, it says zero monster layers remaining. Okay, perfect. I'm ready to head on. Let's do All it. Right. Is everybody ready to head on? Yeah. Let's go for it. Is is head on an expression? I said head on, but I meant head in. <laughs> head on, I'll take you on. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that's a very good point. I don't know, actually. Uh, you just uh, you said what I had just said, and I was like, that doesn't sound right. Okay. Head on in. <gasps> okay. Here, give me one second, guys. This is going to be dead air for a second. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. been anticipating a purple spinning monster. Hey, don't ruin that. That's after this is over. <laughs> Perfect, Jordan. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. All right, let me see. Where is this at? All right, here's what we'll do. You all enter through the door. Suddenly the screen goes black, and then as it opens up, the music playing in the background suddenly gets way more intense. You guys are standing on another platform. This one's probably about oh, uh, 60 feet across um, from left to right, about 20 feet deep. And then running across this void of blue sky, you see these thin stone platforms. And on them are arrows on the two left, pla uh, not platforms, these two or three walkways that go across the void. And on them, you see arrows. And on the left one and the right one, you see arrows pointing away from you. And on the middle one, you see arrows pointing towards you. And on the far side of these platforms, there is another platform. This one has this huge purple metal insect looking construct with pink spikes coming off his head and off of his legs. He's got these two claws, these big shoulder pads, and he kind of he does that classic Super Nintendo thing where he throws his arms out to the side and kind of lets out a roar, and then instantly we are into initiative. So let's go ahead and um, since I am kind of benevolent, kind and benevolent, and you guys will probably die, we will go ahead and reroll everyone's initiative. Awesome. And and just uh, listeners, um, we don't have any like um, 
music licensed for this. So just imagine that the music that you were imagining before now is far more intense. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, Nari re-rolled an eight, so this did not work out in my favor. I'm, yeah. I'm just envisioning the subtitle, Imaginary Music Intensifies. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful that is uh, perfect pine rolled a 24 so that's nat 20 joff right. got a 23 well this guy got a 14 nice so and then uh let's see so who am i missing i'm missing uh nari nari what did you end up getting again can you tell me eight yeah eight and ebby yeah. ebby had rolled a nine previously hoping to get a better one and i rolled a 10 this time so woo. Well, you succeeded. Big improvement. Congratulations. That's like a, that's a, that's a over, that's a, what, an 11% increase? Is that how it works? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's smart goals, you know, it's obtainable. You can get there. (laughs) Well, um, the magician's spirit got a 19 for his initiative. So he'll help you out some. Okay. And that now brings us to time for this battle with. I don't know if the name is uh, copywritten, so we're going to call this guy the Iron Earwig, if that's cool with everybody, even though he's purple with like pink spikes. Okay, <laughs> Pine, what are you going to do? So Pine is going to hold his sword straight out in front of him and go <laughs> <laughs> and just and just <laughs> run at it. So I'm going to go. Pine is going to head toward the right platform with arrows pointing away. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and do um, my, uh, well, let's see. Let's see what happens when I get on one of the platforms. So okay. uh, so first off, I'm going to move to the platform, which is about 20 feet away from me. Okay. And you can feel it pushing you now towards the Iron Earwigs platform. And it looks okay. like you got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. It's about 40 feet to get across this uh, this kind of walkway. Okay, so I have 15 feet left, which would then translate into about 30 feet across this walkway. So um, let's go ahead and move that. Uh, I am almost to the end of the platform. Um, But uh, for my bonus action, I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw out Kenig's S-stock at this guy. All right, perfect. So I'll go ahead and roll that attack right now. Um, Okay. That was a nine to hit as Pine throws it out and says, Field Marshal, sir, I ask your aid. And then uh, Kenny Zestock is like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I still have my action. Um, so what I'm going to do, actually, is I'm going to go ahead and take uh, a stance. I'm going to take the Frigid Retribution stance at level one. So I'll say, The Frozen Blade spells disaster. Frigid Retribution Stance. So I got five temporary hit points. Fantastic. All right. Joff, it is now your turn. Joff is going to follow suit behind Mr. Pine. Um, okay. Five, 10, 15. Then this would be 20. Sorry, I'm just mathing. And then 30. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to double move. And I'm going to get all the way up into engage with this creature okay and that will be my turn all right very good um joff why don't you make a quick perception check i rolled a two uh so seven or uh, pardon me nine okay um okay yeah you're standing next to this giant i mean this guy is giant like compared to you he's at least four times your size he's probably like close to 20 feet tall okay that's big 
That is very big. Yes. Um, all right. And that brings us now to the magician's spirit. For our listeners at home, 20 feet tall is big. That's yes. very, very large. Yeah, if you use well, the metric system, it's still big. <laughs> I just realized I keep talking about our Canadian <laughs> listeners. We don't have any Canadian <laughs> listeners. Not yet. 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 We don't have any yet. Well, there you go. Well, hey, you know what? If you, in the future, if you're listening to this and you're from Canada, go ahead and tweet at us. Hashtag 12-sided guys and let us know that Canada is listening. Okay. Magician Spirit comes fluttering out here kind of into the middle of the void and he's going to take two shots or one shot at um, at this uh, uh, this giant uh, iron earwig. And that's going to be, ooh, a 23. That does hit. And for how much damage? That will be nine damage to this guy. Perfect. And it is now the iron earwig's move. The iron earwig lets out another scream, and it is looking right at Roos. Or at, sorry, looking at Joff. Joff, he is going to take two slam attacks against you. Okay. Just remember, this is not canon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A 19 and a 28. Uh, Those both hit, actually. Oh, man. And the 28 is not a critical, in case anyone's wondering. Okay. All right. So that is going to be, oh, my, oh, my goodness, dude. The first one is a 23, 23 damage. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I am going to activate the um, crystalline absorption matrix and absorb half of that. Okay. And the second one is not as bad. It's only... Uh, twenty. What did I say? It's only twenty. Twenty damage. <laughs> only, okay. Well, I. Regardless, I'm dead. I'm down. <laughs> <You're> down. <laughs> there goes. There goes Joff. Anyone who has fought this guy in the video game knows you can't get too close to him. All right. I may never have beaten this game. I did play it. But I have never this beaten it. This is the it. first bad, the first bad, the first boss bad guy. Is it? Oh. It's been a long time since I played. If you don't know the technique, it's really brutal. Oh yes, you have to equip a medical herb, hold out your sword, and run into him, and then just just keep doing it and stay back far enough that he doesn't yeah wallop you. Okay, Ebby, what are you doing? So I'm gonna move up like twenty feet, fifteen feet, whatever it is, fifteen feet. It looks like just to kind of get to the edge of the platform that we're standing on then there's like mm-hmm. three pathways that go to where the big baddie is what did you call him the iron earwig the iron earwig fantastic um and first things first i'm going to do i'm going to use my bonus action to summon a sexy unicorn beast When it's cold outside, it'll be okay. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna send that like I think if I put it like right here in the middle, hovering above this pathway, will it cover everything? Let's see. Bing, always I wanna be with you. Yes, it looks like it's pretty good. That is the best thing ever. Okay. And uh, all of this singing, we all think it's funny, but no, this is me literally singing to Joff's dead body um, (laughs) to bring it up from the dead. And with my bonus action, I'm going to use Erdos' word on him. 
Erdos's word is apparently just erasure lyrics. That's right. <laughs> you just say, so, you just literally say, always, uh, I want to be with you. And then you pop right back up. And live in harmony, harmony. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, so Joff gets healed for six. And then everybody in the unicorns radius gets healed for an additional six. Cool. Oh, yeah. Level six, everybody. Level six. Um, Perfect. Okay. So that's all Ebby is going to do. And then let's have Meat Shield just charge right in there. And how far can... So that's like a 5, 10, 15, and then it's a double move across. So 5, I mean, 10, 15, 20, It's only got a 30, a 30, 30. movement feed speed. So gotcha. I think we'll we'll take that for now. Okay. And then I'll have I'll have that. Can I have it like ready a dodge action or something? Yeah, yeah. You can just have it take the dodge, dodge action. Yeah, take yeah, the dodge let's, action. Let's Perfect. do that. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Doge action, don't you the think? Doge <laughs> action. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, I think you won so the game perfect. right yeah, there, Matt. I think yeah, DD is over. That was it. That was it. Oh my gosh. If only my Dogecoin was doing better. But anyway, okay. <laughs> Nari, you're up. Okay, I think Nari will um, actually follow Meat Sack. Uh, <laughs> 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 Whatever his name was. <laughs> I don't think it was Meat Sack. <laughs> the mental image I had just then was great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I love these random save games. They're the best. Oh my gosh. All right. She'll take her movement um, and just kind of run up there. Um, I'd like to be able to, if I can use my action movement to get sort of to the edge of the other platform, as as far away from the guy as I can be while still being on the platform would be ideal. Yeah, you could you could get all the way into the into the front left okay. corner. Cool. There you go. You're, you're a good like you're a good ten there. feet from him now. Sweet. Or I guess actually fifteen feet from him. All right. Perfect. Okay, yeah, I'll just hang out there. Okay, Pine, you're up. All right. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm still recovering from meat sack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a minute to recover from that one. Uh, okay, so Pine, <sighs> I know you're not supposed to close the distance, but Pine is going to get closer than he would like to this guy, kind of help out uh, Joff. Um, so I'll, I'll come up right in front of him. Make and I'm a gonna perception take, check. A oh, perception check. I'm going to make a perception check. A 22. You notice that the pink spikes on him turn purple. Oh, she is now monochrome. Uh, Matt knows what this means. Pine doesn't. So Pine will take his first attack. Um, okay. Does an 18 hit? Uh, an 18 does hit. And eight damage, which probably is completely negated, right? Um, is Pine's sword magical? It is. Guess what? It's not negated at all. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. So that was the first. That was the first attack. Second attack will be a twenty-three to hit. That does hit for seven. That is minimum damage. Okay, and that's all you're doing. Uh, oh shoot! Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going no. to give you a hint. There's nothing after this guy. <laughs> okay. All right. So wait, wait. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and burn um, a second level um, uh, Swordmaster's Fury. 
Okay. So that's going to be another 3d8. So three more quick jabs with that sword. And I rolled a one, a two, and a two for five <laughs> extra damage. <laughs> Great use of a second level spell slot. Awesome. And then for my bonus action, Kenny's X-Stock is going to make an attack. Perfect. And that will be a 24 to hit. That hits. For six force damage. And Kenig's Estoc is a magical spell, so it looks like it works just fine. Awesome. All right. Okay. Brings us to Joff. You get up. You are laying on your back. Yeah. Joff is going to stand up and take an attack with his short sword. Rolled a 19 to hit. That is a hit. Yeah. Did, ugh, did eight piercing and... Five precision for 13 total damage. And Kira is magical, correct? Yes. Perfect. And then I'm going to take the bonus action disengage, and I'm going to move 10 feet backwards. Okay. Smart move. All right. Magician's Spirit is going to unload with another Firebolt for 21. That's a hit for, ooh, almost max damage, 19 damage. Oof, MVP. This guy has taken a lot of damage. He is still above half hit points, and it is now his turn. Awesome. Now I got to see. What is he going to do? Oh, I know what he's going to do. He has a target right in front of him, but instead he pulls his arms back, opens his mouth, and you see three little fireballs start floating around his mouth, and they go flying out at three. Well, let's see. We'll see who it's going to go at. We've got five targets. Each one can target a different person. So the first one is going for um, Nari. So there's one at Nari. The second one is going for uh, Roos or Joff. And the last one is going for Pine. Okay. So the first one coming at Nari does a 11 hit. No, it does not. Okay. It does not hit. <laughs> No, no, 11 does not hit. And then Joff, the next one coming at you, Ugh, does a 22 hit. Yes, it does. Okay, that is going to be 2d10 fire damage. Oh, no. oh, another 19 damage of fire damage. Joff drops. Oh, I can't, man. since it's magic, I can't use the absorption. Okay, and then um, Pine, uh, you get hit by a 20. That will hit, yes. All right, and that's going to be 13 fire damage. Oof, well, there goes my 10 hit points, and I have yet to make good use of my frigid retribution stance. <sighs> oh, because it was magic, huh? Mm, yeah, it has, to be a, it has to be a melee attack. Okay. Well, the good news is, is that was his turn, and now it's Ebby's turn. <laughs> it looks Ebby, just so you know, it looks like, it looks like uh, Joff is barely in the aura of the magic unicorn. Yes, I'm aware of that. I think what uh, what I'm going to do, let me see, does it require an action or bonus action to move it? Uh, as a bonus action, I can summon it. As a bonus action, you can move it. Okay, so let's move it forward. Okay. Um, forward about 10 feet. That'll more than cover the platform where everybody's fighting and still keep me standing way in the back covered to get a little bit of extra healing, you know, a little something, something. Mm -hmm. Now, just a heads up, that bonus action, that means you can't use Erdos's word. 
Can I use a bonus action as an action, though? I don't know how that works with spells. Any thoughts on that? I think rules is written. It doesn't work, but I know that that's a very common um, home rule that you can. Well, bonus actions are usually weaker than regular actions. So basically, yeah. you're 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 taking two lesser actions, a bonus action and another bonus action instead of a bonus action and an action. Uh, I'll allow it. Okay, I think okay. that's okay. Cool. Um, At least I'll allow it in this game. We'll have to figure out what we're going to do in the actual campaign. But yeah, we'll allow it today. No problem. That's, that's cool. I'll accept that. That's totally fine. Uh, and we will do Erdos's word again. First level on on Joff. And we will heal Joff for five healing. And then everybody gets an additional six. You are being very good to me. <laughs> How many levels? Is that two levels of exhaustion now for you, Joff? Yes, yes, it is. Oh, fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, and then with Meat Shield, let's yes. move Meat Shield right up. And I believe we've changed his name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's Meat Sack now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he could be Meat Sack. Poor guy. Tomato, tomato. You flick him and he'll just crumple like a sack of potatoes. So um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now with him, I'm going to go ahead and have him have an attack at okay. this thing um hopefully he can hit does he have pack tactics he does not oh, okay and he rolled a seven to hit so that okay. ain't gonna happen yeah he's about as effective in combat as scooby-doo at this point <laughs> all right nari name and stick with it Abby. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> scooby-doo was unconventionally effective <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i mean my dog's not that effective at preventing crime so yeah or unmasking uh, yeah. you know the local old man miller <laughs> <laughs> old man miller from the farm okay nari it's your turn okay um nari will run up to this dude and she will swing at him with her great axe awesome um 16 to hit 16 does not hit. Barely. You feel okay. it scrape across these purple plates. God. Heck. Okay. The second one was a 10 to hit. That um, is also a miss. This okay. guy is all purple now. All right. Any bonus action or anything you want to do? No, I think that's it. I thought I was going to do more, but I guess not. Can I action surge? I'm pretty sure you can. You can. Let's see. This is the big bad. There's nothing coming after this except for a celebration back in the uh, Valley of Grass. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to we're going to party with a goat. <laughs> party with a goat and a pot of tulip. <laughs> oh, it wasn't oh, okay. Gosh. I no, I had it I had it clicked off. Because I used it last time. Okay, yeah, I will swing again then. Um, and I got another 16 to hit, so... Oh, gosh! And then your next one. Oh, that's true. I guess it's another action. An 11 to hit, so... Okay! <laughs> oh Alright, Nari's done for the... You know, I got us <laughs> oh, here, guys. Oh, my gosh. An 11 <laughs> to hit. Oh, gosh. Alright. Okay, Joff, you're up. All you're right. on your back again. Joff st will stand up for a bit of his movement. 
He's going to run in, take oh, a strike. Did we oh. miss? Did we skip Pine? Oh, we did skip Pine. Oh, sorry. Oh. Pine, you're up. No, Joffre yeah, yeah, we skipped Pine. And falls back on his back. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Pine will take a couple attacks. Well, actually, his bonus action can exist. Doc. Just do that right now. Uh, 10 to hit will not hit. No. Okay, then I'll take two swings with my saber. Uh, first one's a 25 to hit. That's a hit. So that will do 10 piercing damage. And on top of that, I will do another first level uh, Swordmaster's Fury. And that does an additional uh, nine damage. Yeah, that's not bad. Perfect. And then my second attack with my saber is another nat one. Okay, that's a miss. And then, uh, yeah, I'll stay there. No movement. Okay. Perfect. All right. Oh, Joff, your turn. Okay, Joff is going to stand up and run into the creature and uh, strike with his short sword. Okay. I've got two levels of exhaustion, exhaustion but uh, I still can attack without disadvantage. Yep. He just I moves think. slower. I rolled an 11 to hit. Okay, that's a miss. So that's a miss. I don't want to go down again, so I'm in a bonus action disengage instead of uh, striking, and that will gotcha. be my turn. Okay. All right, Magician Spirit is going to take another uh, fire bolt blast, this time only for a 14, and that will plink off of this guy's purple armor. And that brings us now to the Iron Earwig. What is he going to do? He is going to do two slam attacks, and who is he going to attack? Because he can reach... He can reach... Um, Nari or Meat Shield or Meat Sack or Pine. So two attacks. The first attack is coming towards. <laughs> he's reaching for the Meat Sack. <laughs> he's going to he's going to go after the Meat Sack. Meat Sack <laughs> does a 15 hit Meat Sack. ruh row Raggy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sure does. Right. School. Oh. oh, gosh. And that is one Zoinks. <laughs> oh, he said that. <laughs> Jinkies. Oh, gosh. That's. Uh, wait, wait. No, you're forgetting the best line. And I was like, later on. <laughs> <laughs> We've already established that's the best line from Scooby Doo of any uh, genre. Okay. Um, 23 damage to Meat Sack. <laughs> so, so, uh, so Jordan, I got to ask, how's your meat sack doing? Oh, man. <laughs> well, you know, Paul, my meat sack has been pounded into a bloody pulp. But, you know, we're still holding on. We're still holding strong in there. Oh, really? So, so meat, meat sack is gone. <laughs> no, he's he is actually no, still up. he's holding up. strong. What? Oh, he's my still, gosh. So because I've he's been healed at oh. least once from the unicorn totem. We've oh, been healed um, twice, yeah. Yeah, right. twice, I think twice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, and he had he had thirty hit points to begin with. He took some damage, got healed at least twice, and I do have the mighty summoner feat now, okay. which is supposed to increase his hit points a little bit. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. Well, I just made a roll to see who he goes after next, and he's going after Nari next. Uh, Nari does a twenty-two hit you. Yeah, that'll hit me. How about 23 damage? (laughs) (laughs) Just this huge purple, almost like crab claw type thing comes down and just smacks you for 23 damage. I'm not feeling great. (laughs) All right, Evie, you're up. (laughs) All right. I'm just, I'm just 
Ebby is back there full throated, just singing the when it's cold outside <laughs> and just healing nonstop this whole time. Oh, um, man. I'm going to use with a second level. I'm going to do Urdas's word on Nari. Um, okay. So let's do that. For I mean, honestly, if Roos needs it more or Joff, like. I'm like at half HP, so no worries. Uh-huh. Well, I- I'm still. I'll stick with giving you this one. So it's nine okay. to you, and then everybody gets the six. Sweet. Okay. All right. And then anything. Um, oh, then your your meat sack gets to do something too. <laughs> meat sack will go well, ahead. You and... get a you get an action too, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um. Now, help me understand if I well, no, because that's another concentration spell. Um. I guess maybe as my action, I'll prepare a dodge action in case I need to. Okay. For whatever reason. Oh, yeah, we'll have we'll have Meat Shield go ahead and make his attack. Let me pull up his stats here. 17 to hit. That hits. Oh, no way. Yeah, I am. I am shocked. How much damage? Six damage, (laughs) Um, which I don't know if this matters. But again, because now I am a mighty summoner. Um, his attacks count as magical attacks. That is a huge deal, yes, because, uh, yeah, this guy is resistant to non-magical damage. So, yes, so that all goes through it. And I think the only person who can't hit full damage, I'm pretty sure, is Nari at this point. That's okay. She hasn't hit yet anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brutal. Wicked burn. Hey, it's not just the uh, magician spirit that's throwing out burns. (laughs) (laughs) all right nari you're up it's your turn all right well i'm feeling a little bit discouraged here but i'm gonna take it up again i'm i'm gonna go at it with my great axe um and roll a 20 to hit that hits okay seven damage which is uh which is three damage okay okay well you know better something than nothing yeah, so in that one to hit, uh, and I'm going to assume mm. that does not. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's Nari's turn. Brings us mm-hmm. to Pine. Okay, I'll go ahead and just start with Kenning's stock again. Okay. Uh, for bonus action, uh, that's a nine to hit, which will also that miss again. Misses, yeah. And then I'm going to go ahead with my saber. First one is a finally <gasps> I crit oh my with goodness. my saber. Wait, is this is this Pine's first critical hit of the entire campaign? With his sword, yes. He critical <laughs> hit with a bow. But that doesn't match. <laughs> with Hop's longbow. With Hop's longbow, which he no longer has. Okay. okay. So Well hey, yeah, Pine, tell yeah. us about critic when you get a critical hit with your sword. Yeah, so um Pine's weapon of choice is his Menarest Officer's Saber, which is a vicious weapon. So when I uh, critical with it, I get to basically add an additional 2d6 to the damage. So this will be 2d8, plus I'm going to use my last last, uh, Swordmaster's Fury. So that'll be a 2d8 for that, which comes out to 4d8, um, and then the 2d6. So it's going to be... What I come up with? 68 plus 2d6. Well, no. Oh, they're all d8. Yeah, because the sword is d8. So it's d8 plus d8 for the sword. Then 2d8 plus another 2d8 for the uh, Swordmaster's Fury plus 2d6 for for being a a vicious weapon. So that will be... Did you get your 
your stance? Are you still in a stance? No, the stance got the stance had temporary hit points associated with it. As soon as they were gone, the stance oh, is over. Got so it. that will be. Um, I'm going to roll six d8 plus two d six plus six. And that will be a total of 42 damage. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 42 damage. I love it. Oh. oh my goodness. And just like that, this guy gets rocked. Okay. That was only your first attack. That was my first attack. Okay. Um, less math this time. Does a 17 hit him? 17 does hit him, yes. Okay, that's just a 7. Minimum damage. Well, you know what? Good job, Pine, for getting a, your first critical hit on a bad guy that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, Joff, you're up. For the first time, you are not starting your turn laying on your back. I know. That's nice. So I'm going to run forward and strike at this guy and probably run and hide again afterwards. I got a 24 to hit. That hits. For 10 piercing and 16 precision to to a total of 26 damage. That is huge. This guy, you see like sparks and things start to come out of like the, the junctions of his plates. And you see like some of the spikes on his back and on his legs start to like are chipped off and breaking. He seems to kind of stutter a little bit as he steps. Um, this guy is looking very hurt. And I will disengage and <laughs> and hide like the coward I am. I can't entice you to stay a little closer. Just one more round. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right. That brings us to the magician's spirit. He is going to blast out and he only got a 15, which misses. And that brings us now to the iron earwigs turn. And let's see. He is going to do his fireball attack again. Three fireballs, five targets. The first fireball is going after uh, Meat Sack. The second fireball is going <laughs> after Pine. And the third fireball is going after Meat Sack. Okay, two <laughs> fireballs at Meat Sack. Let's see. Um, does a 23 hit? He's going to roast your Meat Sack. <laughs> He's going to... Hey, quit busting my Meat Sack over here. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh All right, so a 23 yeah. and a 15. Yeah, both of those will hit. Both of those will hit. All right, that's going to be then uh, 4d10 coming your way. Meat Sack. <laughs> oh my gosh. 4, 4, 1, and 3. 12 damage to Meat Sack. He's still up. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that is one sturdy Meat Sack. Oh my gosh. All right, and then Pine, one of them's coming your hey, way. You know what they say takes a licking and keeps on ticking, you know? <laughs> oh my Just... gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's, um, what will, I think we have reached the edge. Okay. Um, <laughs> whew, okay. Um, still just back there, just singing away his little heart out. Um, goodness, who took so, the most? Uh, Pine will say, Do you know anything from the Innocence album? <laughs> <laughs> well, where, where were you? Abby didn't even hear it. He's got like one leg out in front just that's like stomping a beat and he's got his hands out and he's shaking himself and he's like, like, open your eyes. Your eyes open. Um, and uh, <laughs> he's going to go ahead and do Erdos's word again. Um, let's do it on. 
Let's do it on Joff this time. Okay. Level one. <laughs> I'm still laughing at all the jokes I can't say. I've been doing this whole time and just like laughing uncontrollably. I'm so oh, sorry. Gosh. So that's eight hit points for you, Joff. And then everybody gets the six as well. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Um, all right. And again, I'll just, again, hang out with the dodge action. And then we'll have Meat Shield do his thing. Okay. Um, let's have him attack. Come on, big money, no whammy. 16 to hit. So oh, nothing. so close. So close. But it's a miss. All right. Nari. It's redemption time. I, I can sense it. All right. Good job, boys. Uh, way to finally pull your weight. Um, <laughs> Nari batting cleanup. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Nari, I'll come on in. Don't worry. I'll take care of this. Um, and swing twenty-five to hit. That hits for thirteen damage. Is that going to be six damage then? Yes. Oh my goodness! This guy is so close to gone. And she's going to come in with another nat twenty hit. Oh, oh hell yeah! Oh, my um, and then that's I rolled a thirteen damage. Okay. Well, you know what. That is enough. Suddenly, this guy stops moving. He holds his arms out to the side. You can hear, like, explosions happening inside of him. As he disappears from view. And then, up in the top left corner... Oh, um, victory music! And then up in the top left corner, a little red circle on the ground that you didn't notice before suddenly flashes with a puff of smoke and turns a bright green. I think that Meat Sack deserves this. <laughs> this <one. laughs> oh my god. I, I can't, oh I can't. No, do the honors. All right, Nari will walk up on there and uh, stand on stand on the circular area. Okay, perfect. When you do, suddenly the screen goes black, and you see inside this building, it says you hear these words say, "You have released the village chief." Everyone! <laughs> you hear the village chief say something to the effect of, Come back to the Valley of Grass. I have a brown stone for you, or something like that. But I think we're going to save it here. I think we'll go ahead. We'll turn this game off. Um, and we'll, maybe we'll try something different next time. Anyway. Yeah. Let's hey. run something else next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you guys for playing this awesome game with me. I really appreciate it. It was a blast, a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys like what you heard, then, you know, put out a review and let other people know how much you're enjoying uh, what we're doing here. Uh, we're having a great time. Hopefully you guys are as well. Uh, anything anybody wants to add before we cut out for this evening? Do to do. do. <laughs>
All right, you guys. Well, hey, thanks for listening. And until next time, have a great time.